Y'all, it's time. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, it is hosted by Greta Johnson, by Ryan Condal, and Jason Concepcion. And I personally, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that mm-hmm. I can't wait to dive into the discussion of the mess that's to come. House of Dragon Season 2 is going to follow up on all the things that are already taken place. If you haven't heard on the podcast before, you know, King of Cirrus, fully dead. And now we're going through drama because he said that his child, his daughter, Princess Rhaenyra, was the heir. But her former friend Mm -hmm. used to be homegirl who decided to then clout chase and fuck her damn daddy and have a whole bunch of little raggedy ass kids and stuff decided to scheme and plot or whatever so that her little raggedy ass blonde baby could be uh, on the iron throne or whatever so it's up now the dragons are out fire is being breathed and I can't wait to see what happens and to judge them all and if you're into that watch the HBO series House of the Dragon streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Game of Thrones podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcast. It's coming soon, girl. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low price goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, wallet happy prices, limited time seasonal flavors, and All the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It, it, the flames. Flames on the sides of my face. I got it. Breathing, breathe. I know what this is. Flaming, heaving breaths, burning flames. We should play that game sometime. You still had to Google it. I did at first. But then when you started with the flames on the side of my face, I was like, oh, of course, it's cool. I'm just saying. You're not supposed to tell. Oh, I mean, it's it's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Everybody knew that. What? Nobody was going to. If I knew it, everybody everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Anyway, so this is the read. It is. Um... I am. Hmm. Who to be this week? I am Ernest's mama on Atlanta. Okay. Amen. I'll be Ava DuVernay then. And then this is the read. Oh, I said that part of the read. Has there already been a new episode of Atlanta? Yeah, I came on last night. Oh, damn. Okay. So that one comes on Tuesdays. Queen Sugar comes on Wednesdays. Wednesdays, Okay, I got to set up my DVR because it's confused right now. I think the Queen Sugar comes on tonight, and then so do two other shows. Like, all at the same time. I'm so excited for all the fall TV to come back. For Blackish, especially. 
Oh, American Horror Stories tonight, but I don't really know that I'm going to watch that. I mean, mm. maybe just so I can see what the fuck it's actually about. But I'm just happy that it's finally coming on so they can leave me the fuck alone with all these goddamn commercials. <laughs> every Like, girl, okay, it's a mystery. Yeah, AA just gets me with the first couple episodes and then something falls apart. That's been the case for the past couple seasons. I haven't watched a season all the way through since Coven, but that show you got to stay yeah, prayed up about because it's just... <laughs> no, I watched all of Hotel. White people in their just, dramatics. Mm-hmm. All of Hotel... Hotel was like aesthetically pleasing. Like I felt like it had all of the It was creepy looking as fuck. I mean, yes, it's a horror show, girl. It's not supposed to look like my little pony. Mormon inviting. Um, but it just didn't really end up with anything that made any kind of sense to me or was I didn't like watching people getting fucked to death. That was just so creepy. It was just so weird. That was a lot. Like that was it was a lot. That was just unnecessary. But like you watch them die so graphically. But anyway, I would prefer like a really interesting and and engaging storyline than just a bunch of violence and gore. Because that's I mean anybody can do that. Anybody. Ryan. Anyway, so uh, this week on Black Excellence. It's going to go out to somebody that is very inspirational to me, very awesome and very black. Um, Her name's Dr. Takiya Robinson. Um, Takiya Robinson has been a scholar uh, since birth. Um, An academic warrior uh, since the dawn of time. Amen. And all of her hard work has culminated. Um, into uh, what took place early this week, which was basically a committee or council uh, uh, conglomerate. I don't know what you... She defended her dissertation. That's what happened. That's what happened. And uh, basically they came and uh, promptly told her that she now has a PhD, a FUD, if you will. And... (laughs) No, I won't. I will not do food. I couldn't be happier and more proud. Man, so proud of you, Kia. And, you know, I was so glad and felt very honored to be in attendance and to get to see that happen. Not just for you, but in general. Because I didn't know shit about any of that. Like right. I sat in the back of that room and was just like, well, they're going to give her, you know, her credits today. Here they go with their big words. I don't know what they're going to be talking about exactly. I was surprised I followed as much of it as I did. That's I like, because Kia is so good. Gertz. Okay. <laughs> right. That is And something. they need to give them that money. And, the, and so they funding. Can have the, yes, fund for the teachers because the kids are not getting nothing out of the program. Interplanetary. Inter, <laughs> interstellar. That day I could have told you all about it and now I'm a little fuzzy. But. Yeah, I lost it. But the point is that <laughs> while I was there... Yes. I followed it. So I anyway, it. and that's because Key is the greatest. For sticking it out and going through all of the ups and downs and typing fast as fuck, I'm just so proud and so honored to have somebody that is such a very great and close friend of me uh, to do something so amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And you have, you know, gone through all kinds of craziness and ups and downs. And I know that it's been hard, but I just want you to know how excited I am and how inspiring you are for me. And I can't wait to see what else God has for you. So yes, let this be anybody who is out there right now going through, you know, the motions and the throes of academia here to let you know, nothing but trouble. My girl Kia, she'll let you know it's some bullshit, but it's worth it because now I will be calling her doctor you damn Kia right. for no less than 365 days. <laughs> you damn right. So, and do not forget the doctor when addressing my friend. 
You can say PhD. <laughs> right. You can say whichever, whatever it is that you like, but that's what Oh, that fast be. typing paid off, sis. Congratulations. We are so proud of you. Okay. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. But then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. So, let's move on into people who don't have their lives together. Right. For them. Not like Kia, who was in school for through. 30 whole years. Yeah, the vast majority of these people. Okay, so let's start shade and full with... <laughs> so, Fada. So, Amina Butterfly is coming out with a book. Uh-uh. Written by whom? It must be a picture book. It's all illustrations. Um, It's all selfies. First of all, she posted a photo of the cover on Instagram. And it's like, it's like one I'll of Google those things where you, already. where you like make the photo and then you can like upload it to a website that'll put it on an animation of a book so you know what the book looks like or oh, what it would look no. like. Oh no, so theory. it's not an actual physically printed cover. No, no. Got this it. is like <laughs> I guess like an image of a prototype to come. Either way, the book is called The Other Woman. Uh oh God. Why oh no. Isn't it by Amina Panky. 
Panky is Corey Peter Guns. That's his last name. Ew. Peter Panky. You have to. Is this the wife? No. Or is this the? That's the wife. This is the wife. Yeah, she's technically his wife. Okay, but she is also the. By other woman. technicality. Oh, this is so much. Okay. The Insta, uh, the cap, the caption that she put on her Instagram. It says, "There are many sides to a story. I've decided to tell mine. Check out the cover for my forthcoming book." The other woman. I've been working hard on this for a long time. <laughs> I've been working hard on this for a long time, and I can't wait to share this book and my journey with the world. Stay tuned for release dates and my book tour announcement. No way. I won't be there. But, you know, um, great. Not at all. Because you didn't write this, first of all. I don't know which ghostwriter. I mean, duh. <laughs> has been. And you niggas need to stop doing this for people. Like, you just have to stop. <laughs> I know that, you know, you got to get your work a where you can. And, you know, I understand that. You know, but sometimes you just have to be like, girl, like, think about this. Oh, this is going to be really bad. But haven't we already heard your side of the story for the past, like, four years on VH1? That's what I'm saying. So are they just going to... Is, what could you possibly have to say? Is this kind of like what J.K. Rowling did with her play? Is, like, uh, is is Mona just going to put the script inside the book? <laughs> right. See how it all unfolded from right. the corners of my mind. <laughs> like, girl... In the middle, you know how like teen novels, like in the middle, they be having like four pictures and then it gets mm-hmm. back to the book. Yeah, like the glossy pages. That's where the selfie is going to be. Yeah. Oh, because it's just in the, cause she has to include pictures because who? I mean, she has to want to feel included somehow because she did not type a word. I mean, right. I guess she has to feel like she contributed to the creation of this book in some way. And she that said, is just. I want my name to be in red on the front. And that was the extent of her involvement. Yeah. And as somebody who is working on a book, I don't know how I feel about just... At some point, they just have to let real authors Is there, like, a separate... There should be a separate category for, like, people who actually wrote this book themselves. Didn't Sniffy have, like, a number one bestseller? And and see, that right there tells you everything. For, like, six weeks, too, or something outrageous. Like, how? Why? What... What is there? What lies beneath? You know, it's less about literary ability at this point. Um... And more about mess. <laughs> right. How many units can you sell? Because I've had so many friends of mine who've bought, like, these celebrity tell-all books. And I'll be like, nigga, you really have this book? And they'll be like, I get it. I know. I understand. But yeah. it is good. <laughs> like, well, I mean, like, and it's, it's amazing. It's good that there's, like, so many self-publishing options and people who didn't have the ability to write books before. Like, that. all that is great. But whatever Amina Butterfly is doing is about to be a waste of everybody's time. Right, especially since we already know. Like, girl, we we right, What it. are you going to tell us that we haven't already figured out? Like, we... The behind-the-scenes stuff. We see you on TV. What behind-the-scenes stuff? <laughs> Mona told me to show up to set on at 4. <laughs> and when I got there at 3.45, I saw this bitch walking out. And that's what, like, that's it has to be that. to be it. You're not going to talk about the time you got slapped on fate, in the face on TV, girl, because we... Saw that. Oh, not right, Maybe she'll talk about how that made her feel. This is all right. Whatever. I, don't, I actually don't feel like anybody's going to buy this. I mean, duh. But it's still <laughs> funny. <laughs> Who published? Oh, never mind. It's some Instagram publishing company. Peter's daughter will probably buy it because he's she's really nice to her. Well, it looks like Mariah Lynn liked the post on Instagram. Who's this that? Is, this is VH1 celebrity write up. Mariah Lynn is the white girl who did the um, Once Upon a Time Not Long Ago I Was a Hope and I'm in it 
This is from what we can tell on Instagram. The book has a couple of celebrity fans already. Then it says Mariah Lynn and Bambi Benson are into it. Now, Bambi, I don't I'm going to have to Google. Either one of those people. Oh, are. Bambi is the Bam. Oh, uh, the Bam. Bam. Duh. <laughs> I'm mad that you said the Bam, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm mad her. too. <laughs> oh, right, the Bam. <laughs> Why do they call her the Bam? That's fucking Whatever. Scrappy. Anyway, what is your government name, girl? Uh, Let's Bambi. I think it might really be Bambi. It couldn't Benson. be. No, I think that really. I'm googling it. it. Mm, I'm googling it. I think it is. It isn't. That's fine. Bambi. Bambi is a common first name, though. Is it? Oh, never mind. Adiz. A D I Z is her first name. Oh. Wait, is it? Yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Oh yeah, her Twitter name is Adiz Bambi. Maybe Bambi's her middle name. So wait, hold on. <laughs> What has tickled you about this? <laughs> because I thought, I thought that her Instagram name was just like... <laughs> I thought her Instagram name was not her name. I thought it was supposed to be like, Hey, this the bam. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a fucking hermit. <laughs> because I didn't know what her real name was. And so I didn't think of it like... Oh, well, I'm sure I fucked up that pronunciation, but yeah. Oh, well, that's a, a cute name. Is the bam. I, re- I swear to God. <laughs> like, Tell me that's like, that's not off-brand. Oh, I see it, right. But you know, that is just so Oh, wow. Colored. That is funny to me. I really thought that that was, oh, okay. Well, that's a cute oh. name. She should change her name to, I mean, she should change her name. Yeah, I would go by Adiz. Yeah, I that's guess. cute. That's, yeah, Bambi is so, I mean, Stripper. everybody has that name, girl, right? But whatever, whatever. I think I would have actually lived more if it was her actual name because it's like you didn't have a choice. But mm-hmm. you're like choosing to go by Bambi when you have a cute... Your mama gave you a cute name. Mm-hmm. That you don't hear all the time. Anyway, okay. Next, uh, Wiz Khalifa was in his feelings recently. Uh, Amber Rose has a podcast now. That's your good girlfriend. You spoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, My best friend, Amber. She has a podcast called Loveline. Uh, she, I think she's like a real sex therapist that co-hosts a show with her. And she talked about getting older now being, I guess, a sex uh, uh, mo- mogul? A sex... Sex positive. Sex, okay, that's fine. I like that. Sex positive figure. Okay. Great, I found the word. Public figure. P- us. <laughs> I'm getting real Tumblr. Uh, so she felt like a pressure, she says, now that she's getting older, to experience more things sexually. And she had her first threesome recently, and she totally hated it. Um, I think she said because all of like the little intimate things that you have in, I guess, the one-on-one sex, like, you know, kissing and looking deep in someone's eyes and... Ugh. All of that stuff. Mm. It wasn't really there. It was more wham, bam. And I kind of feel like, well... I mean, I kind of feel like that's what it's supposed to be. Most threesomes are not between three people who are all feeling deep romantic feelings about each other. It's supposed to be, hey, all three of us are fine. Let's yeah, talk. I think that's more about the sex than yeah. it is the intimacy. <laughs> right. But I'm, I don't doubt that there are people who have really passionate 
threesomes. Like polyamorous people? No, no. I'm talking about people who have threesomes probably have really great ones. Maybe you're sucked because yeah, but of the people you were with. It, that could be it. Or maybe because you were looking for an emotional connection where most people are not. Or maybe because you were just looking to have an experience so that you could talk about it. You know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> maybe it's, you were doing it for work. Like, this very, was research. Right. It's very, it's very, it's a little ridiculous to be like, oh, I'm going to just go fuck two other people at the same time. So I can talk about it on my show. Like, girl, that's not the sort of thing you do just to see how it is. Like, why not do it because you want to do it? Right. Like, seeking it out just to say, oh, I want to talk about like it on the podcast bullshit. seems ridiculous. I feel like that was bullshit. I, I call bullshit sh- on that being Amber Rose's first threesome. What? I don't believe that. All them years with Kanye? I could... Mm, I don't know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt on that one and say that she hasn't done it. But, regardless... You're having research, study sex, and then you're kind of disappointed. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that happened. Either way. So then she ended it by saying, you know what? Maybe I'll call my baby daddy tonight. Wiz Khalifa had feelings. <coughs> he said, I'm not here for your your rebound after your threesome. Only peace and love. And oh, yeah, wow. And all of those things. Now, initially, I didn't see the big deal in what she said. <laughs> and I know... Some of y'all may have feelings or be sensitive about this or whatever. I just, if you enjoy the truth, then maybe you'll see where I'm going. But I think that hearing her say that to me, it was kind of different. Because he then goes on to say, I, if I had said, if I were to say I fucked two bitches last week and it was whack, I'm just going to call my baby's mom, would you feel flattered? And that made sense to me. But then at the same time, I kind of felt like, well... Maybe the reason that it sounded I mean, different to of. me... I would kind of feel flattered in a really <laughs> superficial way. I said maybe the reason it kind of sounds different to me is because I'm I'm used to men degrading women sexually mm-hmm. and not really the reverse. So when she said, I'm going to call my baby's father out, I just had horrible sex. It was kind of like, to me, she was like complimenting right. her sex life with him. Right. But At least complimenting his dick. I mean, sure. Um, but I can also see what he's saying. So, mm. I mean, either I mean, way, it's I just guess. one of those things where it's like... I don't think Wiz Khalifa was really in his feelings. I mean, that was extra and emotional, but like, did you really feel hurt that Amber said, oh my God, somebody that I know can fuck me right? I think that he just doesn't want to be involved. Oh, well. and <clears throat> Just keep my name out of it, essentially. I understand wanting I to be excluded from the narrative. <laughs> Do not. Just stop bringing up my name. That's real also. But I saw a video during the time that this was going on. Uh, like Amber Rose posted, and she was in her bed with the baby and him. So I don't know if he was if he was sitting next to her tweeting that. Right, <laughs> like, weren't they a few months ago talking about how they still fuck or something? Like it wasn't that long ago that they had kind of publicly made up. I think that they're very open about still having whatever it is that they do, but not being together. And I think that that's great. You know, yeah. if you can get along for your kid, great. Um, you should. This just seems like one of those things that was very small and very petty and could have been worked out in the privacy of your home instead yeah. of being placed on Twitter. Well, if like, you, you know, don't have to tell us this stuff. That's true. If, if you know that your man or your baby daddy or your fuck buddy or whatever don't want to be mentioned in your interviews or on your shows or whatever, then respect that. Well, maybe she didn't know and she knows now. Well, I'm sure we'll see because nobody ever keeps their business to themselves. We'll find out. I mean, if it's anybody who constantly talks about 
their exes and who they fucking in the past and the future and all that shit. It is Kanye, Wiz Khalifa, <laughs> Amber Rose, Kim Kardashian. And you that can throw some Ray circle. J in there too. Oh, and yeah. on a real mild day, you can include Princess Love, I guess. So, Are they really married? Did that really happen? I think they are, yeah. Okay. I know VH1 is there. I don't know there. the levels of truth there are to whatever it is they talk about on their show. But I do believe that they're married. Okay. I guess. Like, I saw something about a prenup or who's. Oh, yeah, because his mama was going off. Like, I don't believe All this other stuff you do, blah, 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 blah. I don't. I believe that his mama really felt that way, but I believe Ray J pretended like he didn't for the sake of a storyline. Because whatever little dollars Ray J has, I'm sure he wants to protect them from Princess. So. Each and every one of the people involved in that whole family is pretty bonkers. Like, they're all. They all out here, man. We still don't know what Brandy is doing. But anyway. Oh, I know what she's doing. So, Oh, recently, no, not this. No. Oh, no. Brandy posted something on her Instagram oh, no. called the hashtag wannabe down challenge. And I guess there was some girl who was rapping along to her song, I Want to Be Down, which is an R&B classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she put a whole bunch of emojis and hashtags and stuff about it, whatever, great. So someone asked her, would she do the So Gone Challenge? Because, as you know, for the past couple, however many weeks, the So Gone Challenge was really popular online. Chance the Rapper did this whole thing dedicated to his girlfriend. It was super cute, and everybody was doing it. Dustin Asante and Fran won some shit on I-97 when they did theirs. Like, yeah. it's been this whole big thing. Monica's been embracing it. It's super great, super cute. Missy produced it, so... I it was mean, a nice little moment. It's not like you can't win there. Um, and so the fact that you came out of nowhere with this Want to Be Down challenge, of course, people are going to oh, hey, what about the Molly <laughs> And so her response to that was, child, bye. Um, and then I think she posted, like, another thing that was, like, a picture that said, child, bye. And some whole... Is that me or you? That was definitely you because I know what my Damn. shit is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I don't, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to continue. I'm not even going to be petty. Can you say the same? Wow. This is the first. So, uh, as I was saying, <laughs> Brandy felt, you know, her feelings. You know, she was completely against the Sogon challenge for whatever <laughs> reason. And, you know, she just threw a little bit of shite up in there. Monica was on uh, The Real last week without Tamar. And oh God. they asked her um, how she felt about it. Lonnie Gag asked her how she feels about um, the Brady comment. And she basically said, in a nutshell, I'll paraphrase, mm-hmm. um, if this had been the old me... Um, <laughs> I would so have saved. gone down to wherever it is that Brandy keeps herself these days and pulled out each and every twist mm-hmm. in her black ass head. That is because so she's got me fucked up. But today, I have to set an example for my three kids. I can't tell them to do one thing and do the opposite. So she is good for now. I'm unbothered. What God has for me is for me. Mm-hmm. But just know that if this was back in the 90s, I'd beat her ass again. <laughs> And she even threw in a real compliment about Brandy and how she has this great voice. Right. She said she's one, one of the best. Fingers and all of that stuff. Brandy then gets back on the internet. Oh my God. And posts a picture of her with a fantastic beat. Just 
glowing. Oh, yeah, she is. Um, And then the caption says, Inspire is the only reason I am. And then I guess shout out to her makeup people or whatever. And then it says, Hashtag, I know the the real story <laughs> that everybody doesn't know. New key on key. New me on me. Hashtag Miss Substance. Positivity is the only thing you should not fake. Damn. So what the fuck is Brandy's problem? Right. Like, <laughs> like what? is the Miss Substance supposed to be like a playoff of Brandy and Miss Thang or Monica and Miss Thang? Or is that like, I don't know what that's about either. I don't know what it meant either. New key on key is shade. <sighs> through and through. Why is this happening? Didn't y'all just do It All Belongs to Me a couple years ago? And you see, I remember when they were doing promo for that song, and there was clear tension. Like, they were playing very nice, and I think that they both wanted for, you know, I think that they probably both thought that everything was cool, but there was times during a few interviews where it was just very clear that they were trying to do something classic and cute, but they weren't all the way feeling each other. Damn, that's too bad. I wonder what the, since Brandy claims there is some whole real story the rest of us don't know. It had to have happened recently. Right, it had, because clearly y'all was on good enough terms to at least be in the studio. or willing to do it right a video so but damn that is just if i think i'm a big fan of keeping your business to yourself and not telling the world anything at all if you don't want to but if you look at this situation monica looks like the rational level-headed reasonable person here Mm -hmm. and brandy looks like she's hating because niggas thought the so gone challenge was popping and now she's mad that the same thing is not happening with her song. Like, it just looks real bitter and petty, whatever it is. Absolutely. So if she has a real reason for disliking Monica and acting like this, I think it would be to her advantage to tell people what it is. At least so she doesn't look like some bitter-ass, hating-ass bitch. Or you could just look like a hating-ass bitch and not care. But I think... I mean, yeah, you can, but you still don't look like one. Well, I mean... That is no benefit to you. I don't think you're going to look... Like you are bitter or hating if you have a legit reason for not fucking with this person. But clearly it can't be a good enough reason for you to say anything. It must be something dumb or 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 what? Because if you're something not going to mention it, it has to be. If you're not going to mention what it is, and don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that she should. I would prefer that everybody just kept their business to themselves. Um, even if I ain't have nothing to talk about, we can just mm-hmm. come in here and drink or talk about, you know, taxes or anything the fuck <laughs> else. Because I wouldn't have a problem Let's with talk it. About taxes. But you know, I just I'm confused and I don't really know what it is. But I don't even think that it's anything that's that deep. Because you remember not too long ago, who did she get into it with or what? She said something the other day. I don't think it was about Monica, but it was about somebody. She got into the middle of of. Some bullshit with somebody because somebody said something to her. Who the fuck was it? We talked about it on the show, too. Brandy? Yes. Somebody on Twitter asked her something, and she responded to it, and it was shade towards somebody else, but it was unnecessary. You remember? We were like, why did you just not ignore the question? <clears throat> oh. Somebody like, compa- oh, no. Kelly. Somebody compared her voice oh, to Kelly's right. voice. Oh, this was a while back. Yeah, yeah. And she said something shady, and it was just like... You didn't have to do this. You, you could right. have ignored that. The right. same way you could have ignored this. Right. You could have just not responded. You didn't have to. Right. The Instagram post was not necessary. But if you going to do something like that, tell people what the issue is. At this point, everybody should just let it go. 
Especially if he was going to respond a second time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you might as well be like, well, I don't like her ass because... Don't keep inserting yourself into the narrative without explaining what's going on. Like, I know the real story everybody else don't know. Well, girl, we here. We tuned in. We, we were supposed listening. to go on tour and then at the last minute she didn't want to and now I'm mad. Like, right. it has to be something. Or somebody blind copied me on an email and Monica did this, this, or I was listening in on a conference call and she didn't know I was there. Like, so, it's something, girl. What is it for you to be this mad and acting petty on social media? Especially since you're Brandy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this were Mariah Lynn or one of these, you know, other nameless, faceless girls who do whatever it is that they claim they do, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, absolutely, go more! <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't give a yeah. shit. But Brandy is... Brandy. Brandy, you know, so right. it's just like I, I think hate Brandy this. is really insecure. Like I feel, I get that vibe from her that she doesn't really feel as confident in her abilities as she no, should. No, she feels quite confident in her abilities. That's that. Well, then maybe clear. she doesn't feel confident in her career. Right, something is something is troubling her spirit. I told you, like creatives, a lot of creatives are like that, and especially when you feel when you are creative and you feel like your work, your art, your whatever isn't being appreciated the way that you feel it should be then you start to just get really erratic and crazy some people do anyway and you know this is what this type of shit that happens and I think that that's what Brandy's going with or that's what she's going through I think that Brandy is very aware of her singing ability I think that she knows that she's the shit and she feels like she should be wherever she is in I guess and that's why I think that she's acting the way that she is I think that she knows she can sing better than Monica can and the fact that everybody is living for this old Monica song and not for Wanna Be Damn or whatever right. has a part to play with why she responded the way that she did yeah. even if she really don't like her for whatever reason that So Gone Challenge probably had her in her feelings yeah like so y'all gonna bring up an old ass song of this bitches and do remixes and tag and, me in it and right. <laughs> so she she just got fed up. Damn, that's too bad. Because I hate to see, you know, people like this that I've loved and respected for a long time just be petty and, and hateful for what seems like no real reason. Especially towards somebody who I also like. Like, if it was somebody who yeah. I hated, then I'd be like, Brandy, go in some more. <laughs> if it was like Rita Ora, right, somebody who I don't know. know of, or somebody I don't really care about, then I'd mm. be like, oh, girl, let her have it. Don't I like everybody. You know? so, but, this is why you can't base your feelings about your work on how other people feel about your work. Like, you can't be... Period. You cannot let other people's response to what you're doing make you or influence the way you feel about what it is you're doing. Like, I Brandy cares too much about she what does. other people think. I think so. And that, damn, that's too bad. It does suck. But I mean, you still Brandy. But that's a hard thing to do, right? I mean, you're still Brandy. You're still... I mean, like, Ray J's probably making more money than her at this I point. I mean, girl... Like, could you imagine being The there? injustice of being less famous than Ray J when at you are the juncture. only sibling with any discernible talent whatsoever Any kind it's wrong and Ray J has like a little like a little tips because we're not going to act like one wish didn't happen I mean one wish well, was one wish is bad one wish was bad one wish was bad I mean Ray J has singing ability I think now that Ray J does not use his singing ability in the right ways, but Ray J could. I can't sing tell a you song. the last time I heard Ray J sing live, so I cannot confirm or deny whether he can sing. But you know what? I actually can, am remembering one wish in my mind again, and I take everything that I can say. <laughs> it's not good. It was a hit, but it wasn't a good song. 
not vocally or in any way. I actually remember it being like kind of nasally yeah. and like awful. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Okay, never mind. You know what? Right, the one wish was actually just popular. Yes, exactly. And Brandy is the actual true vocalist. Yeah. Like, yeah. even if Ray J can sing, yeah. he cannot sing compared I mean, to Brandy. Duh. So. And he doesn't sing anymore, <laughs> anyway. So. so, right. So, to be reduced to Ray J's sister when clearly he is Brandy's brother is just so fucked up. Like, you are on VH1 under it's Ray not J right. with a caption that says Ray J's sister. With a lower rate. When li- Little Kim literally referred to him as Brandy's brother on his Iconically, song. right. And everybody let it rock because that's exactly who he is. That's what we called that's him. That's what he was spoke Right. Like, oh, he's so cute. Brandy's little brother. He is so cute. No, you're right. And oh, that, my God. Man. Go back and, and look at the best said, friend video. Key even said, like, kids today, that's how they know Brandy. Yeah, they As know. Ray J's sister. That's fucked up. It's criminal. It is. They don't get it. Brandy, you know, I love you, girl. And we are going to make it. You just don't need to do no more songs with Chris Brown or Jeremiah or none of these young niggas. Yeah. You do the begging and pleading and all that stuff. Yes. I bought it. You I know, did too. I don't know what happened after that, but you... I'm still waiting. ...will always be Brandy. That's right. And I hope that you can find peace and solace in that. Because it seems like whatever it is y'all going through, Monica is sleeping just fine at night She about is it. doing well. <laughs> Monica is friends with all of Atlanta, Georgia. Monica has three beautiful children at home Monica had a nigga who tried to act like he was gonna play and then she quickly got his ass together and took him to the Lemonade concert Monica is good you know she's just great she's doing just fine Um, and she also has classic R&B hits and can sing and Monica will come out of the show in Atlanta and Atlanta will act like it will like it's her prime like Monica is fine you know and so I think that is probably another part of the reason why it was so easy for her to be like girl Okay. Yeah. Um, are you mad? Are you are you mad? I'm sure. Girl, are you? I'm so. Mm, I don't understand because I'm the princess of Atlanta. Gotta choose, so. your, <laughs> gotta choose your battles. <laughs> Just I can't. I feel like secretly Brandy be talking big shit about Beyonce. I do. I feel that deep in my heart. No comment. Mm, I just feel like she is like just mad, just hating. I'm not even going to. I'm mm. not even going to. Mm. Entertain that. You're right. Let's. I feel uncomfortable. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who uh, had great things going on in the past and could use some help today, Nelly uh, recently oh, came no, out sis. that he. We were just talking about taxes. We were. And apparently, he owes the IRS two point four million. <laughs> Now, don't laugh, because this is my, besides, like, plane crashes or, like, drowning, like, this is one of my biggest fears in the world. Like, it is just, a, I make sure that I contact the IRS quarterly. Yeah. And just be like, look, girl, I either have it or I'm working on it, or it is what it is, because I just, I really like my things. You are far more <laughs> like, on top of your taxes than I am. My mother is a certified public accountant. And that's, that has a lot she to do She calls it. me at least twice a week and says, have you given the Internal Revenue Service their money? <laughs> like, yeah. Don't play. I'm just making these payments to the IRS whenever possible, but now that I am the type of person who has to pay at the IRS, when these stories come out, I'm like... It is terrifying. So when you, it is, because it's like, I certainly don't want to end up in that situation. But then I think about it like, so when you was first starting out and you was just 
like starting to get popping, you didn't give a fuck about nothing. Like you wasn't paying no bills. You wasn't saving. You wasn't thinking about the future. You was just enjoying the fact that you was popping. Because how is Nelly 2.4 million in tax debt? That should have been paid. I don't even know how. That should have been taken care of. I'm like, I'm um, comfortable thinking about it. Right, and that's why I see stories like that. I'm like, this is exactly why. It happens. You cannot so go often. on vacation, and you have to pay the IRS. And when the accountant sat me down and was like, "Just go ahead and take 35 percent of your money and direct it to the IRS. Just do that off top, so that you don't even miss it. Like, you have to be disciplined I'm enough to do that. Going to miss it. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> like, like, I want my money. I want to keep it. My tax rate is so high. And, like, y'all take y'all take so much of it. And I just, I would like to have it. There are things I need. That's but, another part of the reason why I can't even entertain a lot of petty bullshit these days. It's just like, you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, I still got to give the IRS their money right. on top of my landlord and Con Edison and a whole bunch of other things. I mean, really, and almost in, in that face. order. Like, Rent is my first priority, and the IRS is second. <laughs> Con Ed is third. The IRS is number one on my list. Oh, no, because I can I mean, owe the I have IRS to pay all day, but rent. I'm not going to be evicted. I have to pay my rent clearly more often, yeah. but in terms of who needs their money priority, like priority-wise, mm. I give it to the IRS. I'll be two weeks late on my fucking rent just because I forgot. Oh, see, no, I don't play like that. They don't say nothing to me. My rent, well, no, because they, they not. This is New York. It's going to take them a long-ass time to put you out if that's the issue. You pay your rent within the next month, it's not going to be no big-ass I have deal. paid my rent on time literally every month for two years almost. Me too. A couple of months ago, I was like two, it was, I was like two weeks late on my rent. And one day, I was just like, I didn't pay my rent. <laughs> and I went downstairs and I apologized. And they were like... We didn't even right. No, right. No, but if it, but the IRS, hmm. the IRS will not only evict you, the IRS will come and take it. Like they won't even give you a warning. At least your landlord will be like, "Look, bitch, you getting out." Like I don't know what you, where you gonna go, or how you gonna get there, but you getting out. The IRS will be like, "Oh, you watching Scandal? Not anymore. Okay, well, get get on out." We're going to watch Scandal. The IRS will be like, we'll just dip right into your purse, girl. We'll just go ahead and take right. all of that. Oh, bank accounts? Oh, because we can find any bank account you have in the United States of America. So we can just go ahead and drain that. <laughs> no problem. It's nothing. That's why I'm giving the them their quickness. money voluntarily now so that in 10 years I won't have to go on the Crystal Comeback Tour and ask my fans <laughs> to pay off the taxes that I'm I should have been paying in 2015. Anyway, so the point is Nelly owes the IRS a whole bunch of money. So what the internet decided to do is Stress. have what they're called, they're calling the hot in her, <laughs> hot in her streaming Why? party. Why would you do this? Because it's hot in her. Her. Hot in her. 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 Hot in her. 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 There you go. Her. Um... In case you're wondering with spelling, it's H-E-R-R-E for whatever reason. Um, According to Spin, I'm reading this on CNN Money, streaming giant Spotify pays artists somewhere between 0.00 cents. Like, is that how you would even say that? (laughs) (laughs) And 0.0084 per stream. So that means... That if he was getting the bottom of the, like, the lowest rate possible, right? you would have to stream his song 402 million times in order to help him out. 
And if he's getting the high end, it would still need 287 million streams. <laughs> I don't know where he's at with that. Is Spotify the only... Well, it doesn't really matter, I guess. I mean, I don't think so. Like, I'm sure if you... Stri- Spotify is the free one. Hiding here is probably... Right, but Hiding here is probably on most streaming platforms. I can't imagine it's not on all of them. So, is this something the fans came up with, or did he ask people to do this? No, I think the fans came up with this. I don't even know if he's commented on it yet. Okay. But um, people were talking about, you know, how Nelly gave them middle school dance hits and Hiding Her was the first song that they um, grinded on a girl to and mm. whatever the fuck. And so I mean, Hiding Her was legendary. It was a pretty... It was a massive fucking record. Pretty much a smash. You could not go nowhere, no party that summer without hearing Hiding Her. Everybody was... I mean, and girls was literally taking their clothes off, so... Literally. And nobody cared. It was in the lyrics. <laughs> Why would I not? I had a girl and I think I may have been in like the seventh or eighth grade when that song came out. And there was a girl, I want to say her name was Kiana. And Kiana was the biggest Nelly stand in the entire world. And she was like the first person who I had ever heard talk about that song. And I think I made like a blank CD or some shit with it on it. Mm-hmm. And took it to school and we played it and she like stand out. It was just... <laughs> Like, the chicken head emerged around that time. It did. And we just talked about bringing the chicken head back. I feel like St. Louis to. was really on the map. It was Truly. It was just, it was a moment. Then Shingy came out. Boy. <laughs> right there. Shingy came out. You are so childish. <laughs> I have a lot of fondness for Nelly and that song. That's kind of like, you know, that takes me back to a place. But am I going to you know, pull up one of these music streaming services and put that shit on repeat? No. I don't care that much. I'll play it once. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have Hot in Her, so... It is what it is. I don't know if I have it. You know, it was one of those songs that, like... Like, I would have to go out of my way to listen to now. Like, it was, it, <laughs> it got played out. I remember getting to a point where it was like, Oh, God! Again! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it got overplayed. It definitely. was that... Yeah, by Usher and Lil Jon. And John. I told her, I said, yeah. No, no! Like, <laughs> I, I was just like, shut Yeah, niggas oh! would not let yeah go. Woo! Man, that was when I was deep in the club. I was in the club, like, every weekend back then, man. Damn. Gross. I remember that shit. Um... So, yeah, if you want to help Nelly out, you can head on over to Spotify or Tidal or wherever, Apple Music. And Didn't Nelly go to Ferguson and show his whole ass, though, after Mike Brown was killed? And that's when everybody had been like, all you rappers and such and such need to speak up. And what then do you, do? you don't remember that? Nelly went to St. Louis after, because um, everybody from St. Louis area was like, Nelly need to come down here and say yeah. something. And he went down. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was, he had niggas pissed. And I don't remember exactly exactly what it was but after that everybody was like okay let's stop asking rappers to speak up because this isn't going the way we thought it would yeah but whatever i mean good luck with your tax i don't wish irs problems on nobody this is he set up scholarship fund in mike brown's name so that was smart as it says that may have taken place after (laughs) i'm sure that happened after his (laughs) after his remarks i'm not about to go search the blogs to find that Speaking about rappers who don't need to talk about anything involving justice or peace, uh, Lil Wayne is going through his own injustices these days. 
being oppressed by baby. <laughs> um, so he went on Skip Bayless. So Skip Bayless is the white man. Yes. Okay. From Oklahoma too. Boo. Great. Um, so they asked him, you know, about his whole. First of all, Skip. This is a sports show. Yeah, I was about to say, why did Lil Wayne go on? A Skip Bayless show in the first place? He was talking about his whole issue with his label. And he said he would never work with Birdman again. And all of this stuff. He's not really retired, I guess. Whatever. And I think at some point they started talking about Colin Kaepernick. And... Why Lil Wayne, though? I don't know. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I know that Lil Wayne is very clearly a sports fan. He, you know, loves the Saints or did. I don't know what it, I know he said something about the Saints all the time. Yeah. Um, he's at tons of basketball games. He's in Tony Hawk's pro skater game. And Lil Wayne is a fan of everybody. Yeah, he just likes sports and athletic yeah, things. Yeah, he does. That's sure. true. He is a big sports fan in general. I feel like that can be said about a lot of people that don't need to be on the sports show. But Wayne was on there, and that's fine. Um, so they asked him about race relations in America and racism and things like that. Here's what he said. I'm going to read the whole thing. He said, Skip, they wouldn't want to, a- to ask me that. They wouldn't want my answer to represent it because God knows I have been nothing but blessed. My whole path, these 33 years, have been nothing but a blessing. I have never, and never is a strong word, never dealt with racism. And I'm glad I didn't have to. And I don't know if it's because of my blessings. I don't know. But it is my reality. So I would have to say not only that I thought it was over, but that I still believe it's over. But obviously it isn't. Then they talked about him seeing a whole bunch of white kids at his concerts all the time. And he would talk about when he would come up out of the ground and see those white kids and those white faces. He thought that racism didn't exist. That's what he thought. And so... What? A lot of people are creating these headlines that say, Little Wayne doesn't think that racism exists or whatever, which is the first thing that I saw. And I watched that clip where he talked about the concerts. And people were like, I didn't call Wayne out of his name. I like Lil Wayne and his right. music. I just simply said, oh, wow. <laughs> like, okay. This came out your mouth. Logic. I don't see it. But sure. <laughs> okay. And people were like, no, that isn't what Wayne said. That's not what he said. Here's the real clip. Watch the rest of it. So I watched the rest of it, and it may have been worse. <laughs> it def- okay, it wasn't worse because he didn't say that he doesn't think racism exists, doesn't exist. He said he thought racism didn't exist, which is is still bad. Is- like. It is, and it doesn't make any sense. How did a black man growing up in Louisiana ever think that racism didn't exist? Here's the thing, because he said that was my other. Part. I I find it hard to believe that Wayne growing up in Louisiana, right. being black as fuck, right. having tattoos being all on in his trouble face, with the law the way he has, being back and forth to Rikers. <laughs> I don't know if you went back. I know you've been to prison more than once. And, you know, like, looking and dressing, making the music that you make, I find it hard to believe that you've never experienced racism. I think that maybe he's never experienced what he... Maybe he's never realized he was experiencing racism. Right, But I just have a real hard time to believe, believing that he has never... Like, out of all of the experiences that you've had with cops, with the law, with... 
all kinds, like you've never, what? I ain't nobody in our experience raises and just going to the club. Right, all the time. So I feel like maybe what you mean is white people ain't never called me a nigga to my face. Right. Right. Like, exactly. ain't nobody ever been disrespectful to me about my race to my face. And I maybe that's what you think racism is, but that is just a, a maybe, tiny portion. Not like blatantly racist. Right. Um, but racism is much more than just calling somebody a nigger. But you know, for any black man to say something that stupid that you truly thought, right, you, it just. Regardless of if you thought it was just people saying nigga to your face, the fact that a black man really said out loud, well, I thought racism was over, lets me know that you've been rich for too long. Like you, Because <laughs> he has had money since for he was a, very, a child. Since he was like, like 17, a, right. 18, he's been, you know, well off. So I think he's just been rich for too long. It's something, something happens to black people when they've been successful for more than like 10 years. They just... It's like they forget how real shit was back in the day. Not all of them. No, not all of them. But, but a lot of you new niggas. Little did. Wayne saying that he thought racism was over. I can't. Lil Wayne has also been I'm very struggling to figure that vocal out. about racism <laughs> and just, like institutional this? prejudice before. Like he's made songs about it. He must have been high. So, right. I was like, he has to be like completely fucking wasted. Or maybe it, it may have been one of those things where you do know how many white fans you have. And so you want to kind of play it safe but you don't really have the equipment to say what you need to say in a politically correct way you know what i'm saying because look at what he said he says you don't want to offend your white fans but you don't know how to say it in a in a fairly intelligent way right he said um i would have to say not only that i thought it was over it being racism but that i still believe it's over but obviously it isn't that's like if I got burned by a stove and I said I thought it was cold I still think it's cold but obviously it's not (laughs) how obvious is it if you still think that it's over girl like that doesn't make how do you acknowledge that it isn't over but say you still believe it is that doesn't make sense (laughs) those statements contradict what do you mean you still you thought it was over you still think it is over but clearly it isn't so then it isn't why do you believe it is (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about and so wayne stands I don't think that you should be confused These about why I'm confused sense. because this doesn't make any sense. And I don't think that Wayne has no idea what racism... I remember when Wayne lived in Miami and niggas would be out in front of his house acting crazy or just be like... I'm, he knows that racism exists and I'm sure that he has been well aware of racism for quite some time. I just don't know what this was about. I don't think this that is Wayne just so dumb. is just completely oblivious. This is just so dumb. I just don't get it. What a dumbass statement. You just you just using these words with no regard as to what they mean. You just saying things cuz you can't say I still believe it's over but clearly it isn't. That doesn't maybe you think I still believe it should be over or I believe we've made a lot of progress but clearly we haven't. Like you could clean that up in so many ways, but to just say this is dumb. It's dumb. What did I say about Britney? Britney Jean Spears? Yes. She went she's been going through a lot. She She's has. been through a She's lot. She's been through. Lil Wayne is under a lot of pressure Wayne right now. Wayne has had seizures. We almost thought he was going to lose Wayne at That's some point because of that lean. Yes. I don't know what he's, you know, he's got this whole back and forth shit now with Birdman, somebody who basically raised him or helped raise him. Was a fu- Seriously. He did, right. You know what I'm like, it's, it's funny because you said it like that, but he really did. I mean, he called this nigga that, his that dad, is, right. right? So, like, 
past the financial part, I'm sure that there is just a whole lot going on on Wayne's head right. right now. I don't know if he was high, but I just know this shit don't make no sense. Right. It just doesn't make sense, no matter how. I don't care what no Lil Wayne stands say. You can't come to me and make that statement make sense, because it just simply it, does not. It, the words it just that I'm doesn't. reading and the order that they are presented to me, they don't that come up with it. anything that makes sense. They just don't. That's it. So... So that's all we've got today for the stories and so on. You can go on the internet if you would like more. I can't imagine why. But <laughs> you can find everything we've talked about and more Woo. on the World Wide Web. We're going to take a break and come back to you with some more drama. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say... There's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts, Hinge prompts, to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Liga Bigga Tigga Month is coming up. Kifira and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people, and they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay, or I feel proudest of who I am, or my chosen family is the best at. For me, um, you know, one of the Liga Bigga Tigga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, but also through volunteer work, uh, through donations, and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. But guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com read. Promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. 
We're back, and it's time for the listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com, um, and we may just read them aloud on the show. Our first question comes from, hmm, who, who should this be? Well, who? Okay, so our first question comes from Ava, and she's asking if she should apologize even though this bitch was wrong. (laughs) So here's the story. (laughs) A little while ago, I went out to eat with a friend. Her phone was glued to her face for the majority of the time, and I was a little annoyed because she was solidifying plans with her boyfriend after our dinner. We'd been talking about a new movie that was coming out, and she wanted to go see it with her boyfriend after we ate. I wanted to go, too, but since she was going with her man, I decided to go by myself at a later date. As we were wrapping up dinner, she asked me what I was doing and asked if I wanted to go to the movies, and I was confused because I thought she was going with her man, but she said he's trying to do some shit with his coworkers instead. And wanted to move it to Sunday. I want to see it today. So anyway, he canceled on her. And she seemed kind of bothered. But I agreed to go. And we hadn't been spending a lot of time together lately. I really wanted to see the movie with her. We were walking around killing time until the movie started. And then her boyfriend called her saying that he had been trying to get in touch and he was on his way to the theater. He changed his mind once he realized that she was still going to go to the movies without him. And instead of giving him her ass to kiss, she canceled on me. I'm not one to hold back how I feel, so I let her know how in the moment this felt fucked up. She tried to extend the invitation so I could go with her and her man, but I'm not into being the third wheel, and I know she was only doing it so she could feel better about the situation. The next day, we argued back and forth, and instead of understanding my point, she kept trying to prove me wrong and kept bringing up stuff about her man. I keep reminding her that my issue is not with him, but with her. Needless to say, we still haven't talked since our disagreement. Do you guys think I overreacted? Should I hit her up and try to reconcile? How can I go about this, seeing as I still think that i am right please help well i think you're right too but you were very vague about how you addressed it so i don't know if you should apologize because if you were very you know cordial and and calm and michelle obama about how you felt <laughs> yes, when expressed your feelings, obama. then you don't need to apologize but if you called her all kinds of bitches and 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 wenches then maybe you want to say yeah. sorry i think you should have been more direct in what exactly was pissing you off like Sounds not like even like was. i'm not into being yeah but like i'm annoyed that you decided we were gonna go out or whatever and then your man calling all of a sudden it's like oh never mind girl like don't treat your friends like that that's a shitty way to treat your friends like they're a lower priority than your if boyfriend. you said that already and she still doesn't really get it then it's one of those things where you drop it and you just kind of figure And you know that about their friend. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just how... And then you just treat them accordingly, basically. It's unfortunate when you have that type of friend who, you know, they have a man. Uh, And we all know that girl or boy who just acts like their friends totally do not exist as soon as they get a man. Because... I mean, I don't... The problem to me was that I think that she should have just been like, oh, no, like, don't worry about it. We're going to go see it together. I'll see it with you some other time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you already was like in the middle of your hangout time with your homegirl planning this time with your nigga. And then just because the nigga, you didn't even invite her when you were planning it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. And you did it in front of her face. And you did it for her to see you. (laughs) And then... So she already knows that she's not included in this movie that she wants to see. And then when he cancels on you, 
you invite her. So I thought that she was going to be mad at that already. Mm-hmm. I, you know, but she decided to go anyway because it was like, oh, so I'm the backup. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, but and she, I don't want to go to intimate places with couples either. Movie theaters not are not a just I would rather go to other. the movies alone than go with a couple. I prefer to go to the movies by myself. Yeah. But I damn sure ain't going to be. I don't want to go nowhere with just a couple. And it's just me. I don't mind a concert. If it's, if it's like a big, like Beyonce or something, but not like a Maxwell Nothing concert. Nothing is going to get in the way of me going to see Beyonce. <laughs> like, right, that doesn't even count. have intercourse with your partner. <laughs> right there the, in seats 13 I and 14. I won't even it's notice. fine, because I won't be focused. It's going to be like I'm alone regardless, because the only time I've ever been to a Beyonce concert, and really the person who I was with, it was like a team effort in our standing, was Kia. Yeah. Because Kia and I, literally were running up and down the steps (laughs) shouting like celebrating yeah that was me and jada formation just so totally into it the entire time never said to the point where everybody was looking at us like oh okay they came here to have a good time some of us are true fans and then some of you are just here for the snapchat so and And it is what it is you know i'm not about that right Anyway, I, I would n- I would not go up. nowhere with a couple, so I understand what you... Not to no fucking movies. I understand how you feel about that. But the fact that she then was like, oh, okay, girl, never mind. Can you leave? <laughs> and then, and then right. wanted to be like, oh, I guess you can come too. Like, I understand you being upset. I don't think that you are... You I wouldn't know, apologize. And I wouldn't apologize either. And if, especially if she doesn't get it. The least that she could have <laughs> done was been like, you know what... You're right, and my bad, and let's go do something and kick it together, and I'll make it up to you or some other shit. But the fact that she don't even get it, and she'll be so quick and willing to argue with you over a nigga that, sorry, nine times out of ten, she's going to come back to you crying over anyway. Right. It's just very telling. You just have to, if I were you, I would chalk it as chalk it up as like okay this is the bitch who prioritizes her man over her friends. And just remember that when they break up and all of a sudden she want to kick it again. <laughs> Because that's always how it goes. These girls are totally MIA until the relationship is over. Like, they ain't never available to kick it. They ain't never hitting you up. You don't hit them up no more because it's always a, no, girl, I'm with such a... And then as soon as the relationship is over, they want to be right back in the mix like nothing happened. If I her ass to go bowling or some shit, and then when she gets there and she texts you, it would be like, actually, I'm actually going to the barbecue with my with my mm-mm, homeboy. Mm-mm, <laughs> oh, that's petty. Don't mm-mm. do that. Um, yeah, but yeah, she just, should definitely yeah. at least be trying to apologize. Don't, yeah, definitely do not apologize and don't extend yourself in a real friend way to somebody who is not being a real friend to you because that was fucked up. That was just inconsistent. Go to the movies yeah. with your man if you want to. Like, girl, I could have went by myself, but for us to go and then you decide because he's available now, you don't want to. Ugh, no, girl, fuck. And you. on top of that, it wasn't like fu- he was like fuck that movie. I don't want to see that bullshit ever. Right. Like, didn't he say we would, we would go they on were another go day? Sunday, but she wanted to go that night, and then he decided to go with her since she was gonna go see it anyway. And it's just like so they both petty because the only reason just, that nigga wanted to go on. All of a sudden, because he's she decided that she was gonna go anyway. Right. And for you not it. to be like, right? Just Leave this sounds like it. a re- anyway. Good luck with that with the conversation with your well, friend. Well, you got your answer. Our next question comes from Nicole, who says, "Ray, uh, it is I don't know. Nicole is a lesbian though, and she says I've been with my girlfriend." For three years, she also listens to the read, and I have no problem with you revealing so my name. Ten years. 
<laughs> oh, yes, because three years in lesbian time is a whole decade. A decade. A decade. At this point, I'm absolutely <laughs> sick and tired of asking the same questions and repeating my small request to her. So maybe if it comes from you, she will either shape up or ship out. Really love when you guys use us to communicate with your loved ones. Like, that's honestly Wait, the best. Wait, what? See, you wasn't listening. She's oh, been with her girlfriend for three years. <laughs> She's been with her girlfriend for three years, and she says, my girlfriend also listens to the read, and I have no problem with you revealing my name, because at this point, I'm sick and tired of asking the same questions and repeating my same requests. Oh, girl. I've asked my girlfriend to remove herself from dating websites and apps for at least a year now. Wait, what? Wait. Her excuse. You asked her what? <laughs> to remove herself from dating websites Her girlfriend? Yes. That is the literal word for word. Sentence. Like girlfriend or like Tracy her Ellis Ross girlfriend. Her like excuse. which ones? Maya Lynn Joan. <clears throat> no, this is lesbian. This is they dyking. Her excuse is that I need friends and I want femme friends. Don't get me wrong. We all need friends and we shouldn't be up under our partners every second of the day. However, these friends that she's talking to know nothing about her three year relationship. They're certain that she's single and ready to fuck. And they aren't quality friend material to begin with, because when it does come out that you're in a relationship, you're back at square one crying because you have no friends. Nobody wants to be friends with a liar. I feel disrespected that I'm not mentioned from jump. We do not have to share friends, but you should at least acknowledge that you're in a committed relationship. I've suggested going out to lounges and mixers to actually meet friends and talk to people, but she will not budge. I need to know if I'm of asking. Of she ain't. She, got the, she already knows what she's doing. I'm, am I asking for too much from my girlfriend? And if you were me, is a situation <laughs> like this a deal breaker? Hope to hear from you soon, Nicole. So, Nicole, here's my first question. Oh, Lord. Nicole's a stud, must be, since her f- girlfriend wants femme friends. Oh, I thought she said she wanted femme friends. No, that's the girlfriend's excuse. I need friends and I want femme friends. That's what the girlfriend's excuse is for being on these apps. Why is your girlfriend on dating websites? That's to, was... to make friends. On dating websites? See, that's what it just doesn't. That's where it doesn't curl, curl over because people don't go on dating sites to make friends. People go on dating sites to, to fuck. date. Right. Not Nobody goes on dating websites looking for a platonic relationship. So the fact that she's been on it for a year and you keep asking her to get off and she won't do it is like, why are you still having this conversation with her? She's playing games. She's playing games all the way through and sweetheart, you don't even need to be playing that game with her. Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. What, like, you can make friends. I met your ass on Twitter. Yeah. I was going to say, there are social media apps that are not designed with dating in mind and it would make sense to make friends on that. And like, it's not tell like her you... to join Tumblr. You know how many films are on fucking Tumblr? Hello? Do you, I was just about to say, it's not like you can't... There are Facebook groups. It's not like it's hard for you to find people like you on those websites, too, because right. they have groups, lists, right. all kinds Hashtags, of little corners everything. of the world for right. these people. So it wouldn't be difficult for <clears throat> her to find femme friends right. on other websites. But you being on Plenty of Fish talking about I'm looking for friends is like, That's girl, a lie. Stop, right, stop this. And y'all been together for three years? I know any gay app dating whatever website that you give me right now if I look through it and I see a nigga who say I'm only on here looking for friends I'm be like nigga you're lying because nobody's (laughs) on here looking for friends nobody nobody everybody on those websites are either looking for dick ass or weed or all three (laughs) like there's no there's no oh I just want some friends here this is where you came to make friends no you can make friends at Walmart (laughs) right like there's a million places that you could go, a bunch of different things you could do that have nothing. Like, you suggested lounges and, like, actually going out and meeting people in person. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not with it. I would rather 
be on Christian Mingle looking for friends. Girl, stop this. Like, she's playing with you in in some way. I don't know if it's... And she doesn't even want to go out somewhere with you and make friends. Why not? What is it about the computer? First of all, wouldn't it be easier for you to make a real friend being out with them? At least in the city you live in, like... Internet friends are great, but that can only go so far. If you're really looking to hang out with other people, that that doesn't work when all your friends are on the Internet. So maybe you do need to go out and meet people in person. I don't know, sweetheart. Yeah, I don't um, know what your I girlfriend's up to, to but it's um, something. You need to be honest about what it is you're really doing on these apps, girl, because looking for friends is not it. It's not. It isn't. I don't believe you. I'm sorry. And you can't fault me for that. <laughs> you can't. She probably just likes the attention, likes flirting, likes... But you can get that on any website, too. I mean, hopefully you could get it from your, your nigga or your husband. <laughs> like, hopefully you could get whatever flirting romantic to- attention you needed from your partner. Flirting to a certain extent when you're not in a relationship, I feel like it's fine. When you're not or when you I are? Mean, I mean, when you are in a relationship, I think is fine. I, think I mean, some people just have a flirtatious personality. Exactly, and don't mean anything by it. Right. And I think that if you know that and you can recognize that in that person mm-hmm. and be comfortable with it, then it's no big deal. Yeah, because there's a real thin line between flirtatious and just charming. Right, exactly. Charming people are often like very flirtatious. They make you feel like you're important or special or unique. That is flirting. You'll think that they're like flirting with you because they want to, and then right. you'll end up getting embarrassed. Right, because you're like, oh, I'm he just treats nice. everybody <laughs> this way. <laughs> It's like, but you held open the door for me, and you pulled out my chair, and they're like, "Um, I was raised right. That's the way. Sorry, my parents (laughs) told me to have it. Right. That's all that really is. So flirting doesn't bother me as long as you don't take it to that next step. Whatever it is past flirting. Like you are saying, Nicole, even if you want to be on these websites doing anything innocent, what would stop you then if you don't have ill intentions from disclosing your relationship status out the gate? Your profile or whatever should say that you have a nigga at home. Your profile or whatever conversations that you have with these people should include the fact that, oh, hey, I'm in a relationship. Right. Because on the top, this is, again, a dating website website and people i don't know about the rest of y'all but i often if somebody's flirting with me or is in any kind of situation like that with me i'm not gonna ask them do they have a nigga at home that's your business to tell me right i'm assuming you don't because why else are you here? why else exactly <laughs> and it's not even like we're just at the club and you could possibly like we said be right, nice right you know what i'm saying if you're on a website that is designed right. for the search <laughs> Meet singles of in your area like so then that's why we're all here, to meet people that we They're can hook up with. They're going to assume that they can fuck you right. unless you say otherwise. And I'm sure you know that. Right. So do better. Clean it up. Yeah. Fix this because you're clearly lying somewhere. There's and... something about this you ain't saying. Yeah. There's other ways to make friends. Good luck with that conversation. Let us know how it goes. And they've been together for 15 years, so I don't even understand why you're playing. I mean, in dyke time, I can't believe they don't already have kids. Three years. Three I haven't done that since Bush was president. I have not been in a relationship that long for a while. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship I'm not doing it. I'm staying single, and I'm just dating for at least the rest of this year. It's way more fun. What? Relationships are so stressful for no reason. Yeah, relationships are a lot of fun. You can get all the funnest stuff out of a relationship and still be able to go home. (laughs) 
It's great. It's awesome. So our last question comes from Tiffany, who says, I work at a consulting firm in D.C., and last week I overheard my coworker talking to her cubicle mate about how she's so upset because she couldn't afford to go to her grandmother's funeral in Indiana. She went on and on about how her grandmother raised her and she felt like she'd, ne- she'd never get closure because she couldn't get to the funeral and have a chance to say goodbye. I could hear her trying to hold back tears, and as you could imagine, I got slapped with the feels. Overhearing this really touched a soft spot for me because I, too, have a grandmother who raised me for the majority of my life, and I can only imagine how I'd feel if I was in her position. I'm not close with this woman because I just started working there three weeks ago, but I felt a heavy weight on my heart, so I bought her a round-trip plane ticket to leave that Friday and come back Sunday. I printed out the itinerary and everything and left it on her desk anonymously during lunch. When she came back, I overheard her open it, and she was so happy she burst into tears and started thanking God and I felt very warm inside to know that I was blessed enough to do that for a person. Fast forward another 10 minutes, her co-worker comes in from her lunch break. The woman immediately assumes it was her who bought it and was saying how she couldn't thank her enough and God is going to bless her. But to my surprise, the co-worker just rolled with it and said, oh, no, no, it's no problem. I know how much your grandmother meant to you. And I just felt it in my spirit that it was the right thing to do. Wow. How does a person just take credit for something like that that they didn't even do? Bitch, you have no spirit. And to do it so easily at that, the devil himself is who's behind it. I was livid, but now I'm in a dilemma. Like I said before, I don't really know this woman. I just felt like doing a nice thing, and I wasn't looking for credit. That's why I did it anonymously. But at the same time, I don't want anyone else taking credit for the shit I did either. (laughs) Should I just let it go and let God, or should I let her know that her friend is a lying-ass bitch? Please help. Also, Kid Fury, can't wait to see you at Furious Thoughts live in D.C. I'm so excited. Hey, thanks so much. Now, listen, so um, I think that it's awesome. First of all, it's amazing and what an angel you are <laughs> for you to do something so sweet for somebody, um, especially, you know, doing it out of the kindness of your heart and being a God-fearing individual yes, and all those types of things. you decided to move closer to the mic. But um, you know what? I just be in here talking. Like, I forget that this shit is even here. <laughs> okay, God, don't God, do that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I don't know if I would approach her Is it, look, God ain't done with me, you know, and maybe God's just trying to finish with me and I just Mm -hmm. won't let him. I don't know. But (laughs) I know that I would not let it go. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I I understand being in the place of trying to, you know, do something nice for somebody and not want to take credit because that's usually what I do. But. I'm not going to let somebody else come in and allow you to think that they did something nice for you when they did not. I think that if anything, I don't know if I would go to her and be like, look, that bitch lying. But I might go to the friend and be like, so are you going to tell her the truth or am I going to do it? Right. I'll give you the opportunity to go ahead and approach her and let her know that you didn't do that because that's foul. It's weird. And it's actually kind of sick that you would do. And something now you like know that. you can't trust that bitch, whoever she is. Exactly. She's clearly grimy as fuck. Why would you, girl? Don't you know eventually that's gonna come out that you didn't do? That's a dumb thing to try to take credit for. That's a dumb. Eventually somebody is gonna be like, wait a minute, Lisa didn't pay for you to go to Ohio to bury your grandma. Like, girl, that was. Allison over like, in 3G. Why would you even lie about yeah, something that's like real that? Stuff. That is really, that is really just it, like if it was like you, you gave that's her a some miserable money, bitch. If you gave her some money to go to the Bad Boy reunion tour or something, okay. I would be like, whatever, you know, like <laughs> who cares? Like that's odd, but whatever. But like to do something so like that's like a really 
rough part mm-hmm. of life, like really, really, really tough thing to be going through. And so for somebody to help her and really do something great for her like that, that she feels so strongly, like, why would you want to take credit for that? Right. Like It's, it's fucked up. I would definitely really march selfish. on over to her cubicle and be like, look, bitch. <laughs> One of us is going to tell the truth up in this motherfucker. And I think that it should just be you. Like, I feel like you might want to just go ahead and go on over there and clear things up. But I want you to know that it was definitely me who did that. And I heard you do. I wasn't going to say nothing to her because that's not what this is about. But I'm not going to let the devil infiltrate her blessings. Right. So you going to go ahead and you're going to go and figure this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead and clean it up or I'll be the one to do it. Right. So you're going to right. I would def that's exactly what I would do. I wouldn't go to her directly because when I if I'm being generous like that, like something super generous where I know people are going to be really grateful and emotional about it, I want to do it anonymously. Right. Cuz I'm uncomfortable with your feelings. Like Oh, yeah, that is why you would do it. <laughs> I want to help, but I don't want to I, I, I can't deal with I just don't with want the credit. Extra. Right. I, I don't need the credit. Right. I just want you to have the experience that exactly. you deserve to have. So I'm not going to go up to her and be like, girl, you can thank me now because it was me who did it. Like, right. that's how I would feel by approaching her. But I would definitely go up to the other bitch and be like, you have until the end of the business day <laughs> right. to clean this up. You have until closing up. <laughs> and you don't business. have to tell her that it was me. In fact, don't tell her it was me. I don't need you to tell her but what tell it was. But tell her it wasn't you. You need to go ahead and go <laughs> right. on over there and let her. And I'm going to go right back to where I was right. sitting. And I'll be waiting to hear it. Right. And if you do not, <laughs> just let her. I want, you know, I will, will be have taking a problem. myself out of my comfort zone <laughs> yeah. for you today, bitch. <laughs> that is it, bitch. I really do not want to have to check you right here at work. But if you, you know, I don't want to have to embarrass you on this floor with all these other people. You oh, because you know so I'm not saying it quietly. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm about to send out a, a company-wide email. Like, okay, I'm not doing all Let's that. all, you know, and and just, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Because we need to, you know, collect money to get some flowers for her. And we're going to talk about how one of us is lying mm-hmm. about the generosity that yeah. was bestowed upon. Like, that's just fucked up. And I would honestly start it with the, the ever-useful. You know, I just think it's funny... <laughs> I just think it's so funny how... Man, as much as I hate being CC'd on random emails, it's always great when it's an email full of mess. It's always like, thank you, God, for this gift. I mean, I could use something today, Jesus. (laughs) It's just... It's so nice. So, yeah. Tell her to leave you out of it, but to fix it all together. And if she don't, it's going to be a motherfucking problem. Because that is just... That's beyond grimy. That That is some real bottom of the barrel sad bitch shit. weird. I can't even believe sometimes that people like that exist. Why wouldn't you just roll with it and be like, oh my God, what a blessing. I can't believe somebody did that for you. Like, why, why... why would you lie? Like, you come up to me and start thanking me for something. First of all, I'll be uncomfortable because feelings. But then if you thanking me for something I didn't even do, I'm going to want to try to end this no. as soon as possible. That wasn't me, girl. Oh, I'm no, glad girl. you had to go. But <laughs> Amen. I am so happy for you and your God, Good Doesn't God Doesn't he is. just move, girl? Because you was just talking about how you couldn't go, and now you have a ticket on your desk, girl. Well, whoever it was. Amen. Praise him. Uh, yes, thank God for his angels. But no, you decided to be a messy bitch, and it's just, it's inexcusable. Don't let that go. And probably went right back to her desk feeling good about herself oh, for some yeah. shit she ain't do. Feeling real proud of <laughs> like walking on air was, for the rest of the day. Like I nobody am such was a good clock person. Her. Right. <laughs> I have done good on today. No, you haven't. You haven't, You girl. haven't done anything. You just, it was just uh, trash. So, but let definitely let us know how the confrontation goes. I will be looking forward to hearing that. Me too. Send your emails to ask3 at gmail.com and we'll be back. And whoever else <laughs> 
since plenty of you girls just be CCing all the podcasts you listen to. You oh, God, yes. And please stop sending the, the same girls. fucking emails <laughs> to every show. It's so annoying. You just Shit. want every podcast's perspective and opinion oh, on how it goes. I don't know. God. I just think it's weird. But, you know, it's maybe... So, it's just so... It's so irritating. Maybe one out of the 16 shows will give you the perspective. And that's what makes me... Need. Right. That's what makes me not want to pick some of the crazier questions because I feel like you just copied and pasted this to all the Because you just want to hear it on any show. Right. right. And you know the more outrageous outrageous it is the more likely we are to pick it like that's what makes me not want to do that because i feel like y'all are just looking for attention from anybody that's very weird but anyway if you have a question for the read kifuri and crystal send it to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be back hey y'all if you're interested in hearing more stories like this you have to check out npr podcast npr is a new collection of podcast episodes celebrating the black experience in npr's black stories black truths collection you'll hear stories of joy and resilience empowerment and creating world shifting things out of struggle they got all kinds of fun stuff like pop culture happy hour where they do the fresh prince of bel-air and the sitcom in me finds that very important uh you know my mind and sense of humor just kind of flicks through all kinds of memories of my favorite sitcoms so We've got one for that. Maybe we've got a pop culture happy hour for Abbott Elementary. If you want to get super current and talk about the newer, funny, iconic sitcom stuff. Okay, every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. So from Megan Thee Stallion to Trina and Trick Daddy and Michelle Obama, there's no limit to the range of NPR. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. We're back, and it's time for the read. It is. Do you have a read this week? Sure. So, this week, I wanted to touch on um, some comments that were made by some uh, more ridiculous white people. Uh, First is Kate Upton. Kate Upton, um, I'm actually not even going to read the exact quote, but just know that Kate Upton was one of the more recent celebrities who've come forward and had opinions, unsolicited opinions about Colin Kaepernick's uh, protest of the national anthem. Uh, For those of you who live with Patrick Starr, Colin Kaepernick has been (laughs) protesting the national anthem. Uh, Oh, I bought a Kaepernick jersey. Me too. It came yesterday. I'm still waiting on my, I think it's here this weekend. Yeah. Um, So, Yeah, he's been protesting the National Anthem, basically saying that he's not going to stand and salute a flag of a country that oppresses black people, people of color, and so on and so forth. And, of course, white people are pissed at the nerve of a (laughs) colored person standing up for themselves. So Kate Upton basically said, you know, that she doesn't think... Let me find what she actually said, I guess. It was so ignorant. I was rolling my eyes halfway through the Instagram caption. Then I just clicked off. Like, girl, nobody asks you to talk. Like, girl... No one ever asks you to speak. Just model that face. A face specifically. (sighs) Because for all the hype she gets about her body... Other than her titties, I just don't see it. But I'm not finna go down the road of I'm body I'm not doing it either. Because I'm I've already saying, been accused, and I just won't do it. a lovely face. That is all I need to know about you. And League of Legends commercials or got great Games of War, whatever that weird mobile game commercial I don't know. she does. I, don't I think know. that's her. Whatever. 
But basically, she said that she feels like sitting down during the national anthem is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And so many people have fought for our freedom, and it's so wrong, and blah, 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 blah. Kid Rock had a concert in 2016. In this year, Kid Rock performed (laughs) music. What, like, who is booking him? Knock me over with a feather. Like, I had no clue that Kid Rock was still a performing artist. But here we go. Um, And he basically had a show where he was saying, fuck Colin Kaepernick. Kiss, the band, also still performs. Wow. Um, (sighs) And they went on this whole long bullshit as well about peace and, and, and how the national anthem is about celebrating freedom and they believe in freedom and patriotism and loving the country you live in and all that bullshit. Trash. I'm just going to sum all of this up by saying... Oh, and don't forget Andrew Schultz. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Um, First of all, I just want to say that Kate Umpton, Kid Rock, and Kiss... KKK. I mean, I'm just saying... (laughs) Can't be a coincidence all the same week. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Just pointing it out. Stating facts. That's all. Here's the thing that I find very interesting about the whole, uh, oh, our freedom thing. <laughs> First of all, this protest has liter- it has nothing to do with the military. Like, it has nothing Mm-mm. to do with the military at all, at all, at all, at all. It just Whoa. doesn't. It has nothing to do with that. And... The fact that people are trying to turn it into that is so ridiculous to me for several reasons. First of all, you keep talking about how we should be respecting people who have fought for our freedom. What's the freedom? Talk about the freedom. Define the freedom. Give me some bullet points. I want to know because you're just saying freedom like it's oxygen or like it's H2O, like it's just something that exists and it's just a thing that we have and we should be lucky to have it. Your freedom's not my freedom. Like we don't have the same freedom. So I don't understand. And furthermore, the freedom that these people are fighting for is the freedom Freedom to stand up or sit the fuck down during this song. What freedom? Like, right. what are you talking about? And then on top of that, we've mentioned before that there are several veterans and people who are currently in the military serving that are black, that are people of color who will come right back to this country and experience the same lack of freedom, the same oppression that Colin Kaepernick is protesting silently and peacefully. So what are you talking about? You know how many people who who have died and fought who were listening to what the fuck you're talking about who are like, well, I don't have it. And I was one of those... Those people you're talking about. So I'm (laughs) a little lost and confused here. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Like, when is it going to sink in to white people that the freedom that you talk about, that you love so much, is your experience? And we have a completely different one. And that is exactly what he's saying. Why on earth? earth would i stand up and show all of this love and appreciation for a a song that talks about slaves in it b a song that was written by a slave owner and a racist come on and then c be celebrating in a country that is currently like fuck you like what i don't even understand why people are trying to make this a big thing actually i completely understand why it is because it has everything to do with the fact that this is it's less about the fact that this is a protest and it has nothing to do with the military. It ain't got nothing to do with the song. Because as I said, uh, 
I, what, 98% of y'all don't know what a rampart is? <laughs> how to spell or? You don't know what gallantly fucking means. You don't know what the fuck was streaming and when. Like, plenty of y'all probably just figured out that it was about war and shit. So, <laughs> that it was about war, goddamn. It's y'all just now. Because people just blindly go along with it. They don't question anything. They feel like it's just being a patriot. It's just a song you've heard your whole life and has something to do with the flag in America. And I right. love living here because I'm white and everything is all right. And that's fine for you. That is not the same experience that everybody has. Right. And until you make your peace with that and shut the fuck up, then we're going to continuously have this problem. Now Colin Kaepernick sitting his motherfucking ass down, or kneeling rather, during this love song, it. is con- it's been spoken about every fucking day people are complaining about this nigga being quiet <laughs> like, right. about this nigga about being protesting qu- legally silently they just don't want us to protest under the rights that he has as a free American there are literal papers mm-hmm. that are older than you your mama and grand that say he can do this <laughs> It is his right as a natural born American citizen. And the people who you stand for, who are fighting, who we love, who are risking their lives for whatever the fuck America sends them out there to go fight for. Oh, God. Every single day. Like those people, that freedom they're fighting for, mm-hmm. it stems right back to that same piece of paper that says Colin Kaepernick don't have to stand up right. during no motherfucking piece of audio if he don't black ass want to. And you have to make peace with that. Mm-hmm. The problem that you have isn't the kneeling isn't the song. It isn't the military. It's about the fact that somebody has the nerve to be less than a patriot over a cause that you deem unworthy. Like, over a movement that you don't understand or give a fuck about or want to hear any more about because it makes you uncomfortable, it mm-hmm. makes you feel guilty, and it puts you face-to-face with something that you would rather ignore because you don't like it. Right. And so the fact that Colin Kaepernick is like, well, fuck this shit. Like, I'm not going to be a part of this. It's like, no, fuck you, pal. Yeah. Like, well, I got to stand up because you say so? Like, what? Yeah, because really... The, that whole attitude and everything behind it, what it really means is your black ass better fall in line and act like you love America just as much as we do. Because they died for you. They feel so like they really go. saved us from Africa. <laughs> like, oh no, girl, you recognize the impact Africa was going to have and decided to chop it up. We either bought or stole your black asses and we came over here and told you that you couldn't read, but right. we, we gave you scraps. Trash trash we gave you scraps and put and put just a little bit of food in you sometimes and and this is what we what how you thank us like are you kidding me Mm-mm. there are still cops who going into the hood dropping off drugs and guns there are still like we whites white people are free to drive down the street in their car and get pulled over and not worry about whether or not they're gonna die or not worry about whether or not they're gonna go to jail white people are free to do so many things that black people are raised to look out for. Like, like as a child, you have your parents, grandparents, guardian, whoever, who'll be like, look, we go out there, do this, don't do this, do, don't do this, do this, act like this, wear this, say this, Mm -hmm. and do all those things so that you will live. Right. Not just so that you you won't have somebody look at you crazy or think that you're dumb or whatever. Not just that. Right. But so that you won't be killed. Right. To try to lessen the risk of that, even though you could do all that and, and still, still be shot, 
You definitely could. Like, that's the advice that our parents and grandparents and aunties and uncles gave to us because that was like it used to be like you followed respectability politics in public around white people so that they left you the fuck alone. Exactly. Like you felt like you had if you were fell in line and you were a good Negro, then they would let you by and you could live your life. But we are learning that white people are going to disrespect us no matter how good some of us act. And so we're just going to demand that you treat us as fully human beings the same way you get to be. Nobody demands that white people act right. No. Look at how y'all fucking act. <laughs> like, look at this shit. Look what y'all have done to this country. Please. Ain't nobody about to fall in line because of y'all's fucking standards. Like, are you ain't nobody. Me? This same country that you're talking about, that you stand for or whatever, says that I can do this if I want to fucking do this. So you're telling me that I got to stand right. up what? Because your white ass told me to, right? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here and go sit the fuck down and do whatever it is that you niggas claim that you do. Shut the fuck up and mind your motherfucking business. Under- like, white people are have been so privileged in this country for so long that they have just they have literally been born and raised under this guise and this lie that their forefathers and ancestors have Mm -hmm. created under here you have never had to deal with or even acknowledge what we do so of course to you it's like what the fuck are you talking about America's great everybody has the same there's no no thing of racism the only reason that racism still exists is because y'all keep talking about it no (laughs) no no and I almost want to say I understand you being that dumb because you live in that bubble and you don't give a fuck about anything that that exists outside of that bubble but I'm here to let you know that your freedom is not mine your freedom is nothing like mine is your freedom is nothing like Colin Kaepernick's is it don't matter how much money you have it doesn't matter what you do for a living it doesn't matter how famous you are Oprah was just talking about the other day when she went shopping somewhere and they were like bitch you look broke and she had she walked out she didn't even say nothing even though Oprah could have looked directly in that white person's eyes and been like I could buy this zip code not to mention your entire lineage (laughs) are you crazy I could buy everyone you're related to so and I don't even think that was here so don't take for granted the fact that this country just having this skin color is deemed bad just being brown black yellow whatever people will look at you and assume all of these things about you or or treat you as if you deserve less it's true it's happened it's real and it's not no motherfucking secret so i don't understand why all of these things are happening but much like, you know, Lil Wayne and plenty of other rappers, like, you just don't need to say anything. You don't need to say anything. If you stand for the national anthem that much, mm-hmm. write a blog about it, dedicate a Tumblr to it, and sing it, you know, every day when you take a shower or whatever the fuck. But if I don't want to say... And we have already made a decision at this point that anytime we hear the national anthem, we act in a fool. Oh, like, yeah. so I'm just waiting to hear it again. I don't know when's the last time I've heard it publicly, but when I do, just know <laughs> it's gonna that be y'all gonna hate me. <laughs> it's gonna be real bad. You, Because I'm doing plenty more than kneeling. <laughs> just know that. Oh, I'm not kneeling, first of all. It's very kind of him to do that. Sitting is the... Probably the least disrespectful thing I'll do. Sitting silently is me trying to behave. I think that the first thing that I'm going to do uh, when I hear uh, the national anthem, like if I'm going to an event where I feel like there's a really great chance that they're going to play the national anthem, mm-hmm. I'll probably be, bring like my beat speaker with me. And then when they start <laughs> yes. it, I'm going to play Gucci. <laughs> or like, or like can't fuck with the South by your daddy. <laughs> 
to be. I'm going to play the Diamond Princess album <laughs> yes. until they stop. Like, I'm going to be so rude because fuck you and fuck that song. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? That's not even got nothing to do with this goddamn country. The nigga who wrote that shit was horrible and, play and, fuck and the been police. dead forever. Like, are you, exactly. And really get white people mad. Oh, <laughs> they are going shit, to be. They're going to lose it. So pissed. Woo. Play the Dipset anthem. You heard that they're trying. They started a petition to change the national anthem to the Dipset anthem. I love y'all. I mean, that's fuck not gonna happen. Anthem. But what are y'all? <laughs> that's fuck it. Fuck that fuck song. Who are song. we really supposed to respect it? And if you're mad at Colin Kaepernick because you feel like it's okay to protest, but not on September 11th, <laughs> you need to understand that that is totally void of logic. It doesn't. It just. Once again, it's like equating it to the military. This has nothing to do with that. It has. He's not disrespecting the victims of 9-11. That has, you making that reach is just like, oh girl, how do you, it's like, it's like Taylor Swift coming in and making this about her when it had nothing to do with it her. It really doesn't. It had nothing to do with you, yet you're here anyway. But it's just one of those things that it's like the typical excuse, like anytime that anybody, black, white, or regardless, talks about what Colin's talking about when they talk about black lives, justice, race relations, all those things, they just make them uncomfortable. Right. So white people think of the quickest excuses they possibly can as to why you're ridiculous and horrible Mm -hmm. and anti-American and all of these things. And they're so used to the people with the sense because don't get me wrong like it's dumb racists who are just racist because that's all they know and they plenty of them don't even realize how racist they are but the ones who have actually ruined the country are smart motherfuckers and they knew what to do how to do when to do it in order to have this country set up exactly and that has been going on for so long that you don't even realize that y'all some dumb sheep ass bitches (laughs) and that you have just been like spewing what you You've been fed for literal decades, mm-hmm. millennia. So it's like, just shut the fuck up. Just be quiet. Yep. Like, Colin ain't said a word. He's literally been silent during the national anthem. And y'all the ones doing all this stuff. And you sound dumb. You sound stupid. The only the thing that pisses me off the most is that I can't look y'all directly into your white ass faces. In the case of Kiss, white and black faces. And tell you to your nostrils <laughs> how fucking dumb you are. Yeah. But... I'll settle for this. So, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. I hope you get all of the rings. I don't know who you play for, but <laughs> I hope y'all win. Great. So, congratulations to San, Fran- San Francisco. That's, there you go. And, you know, you got so a proud. fan in me. I'm all about it. Oh, all right. Mine. Amen. Thank you for bringing and that And also, up. a couple of you bitches out here still got me fucked up. Now, let me tell you something. When you see me somewhere, don't feel like you need to name drop. Don't feel like you need to tell me who you work for. Don't feel like you need to tell me who you know or where you've been, because I don't give a shit. When I'm out, odds are that I'm just out just trying to have a good time or my, my own motherfucking business. I'm willing to have a conversation with you. I'm willing to kiki and laugh, and, and you can introduce yourself to me. I'll introduce myself to you. We can take pictures. We can do all that shit. But don't don't feel like you need to tell me about you know rip the runway and and how you were at you know drake's house i don't care about any of that because right. i'm odds are i'm about to go the fuck home <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm about to go home and sit there and get high and watch something on my dvr Amen. or play my playstation 4 and not think about nobody famous That's or anybody's weird. event i'm just not her you know what i'm saying like i know there are plenty of people who you can impress with your your uh, socialite history But that's not me. I don't give a fuck about any of that. So save it.
Okay. Now I'm done. Well, I'm not sure who you're talking about or what that's about. It happens to me literally so often now. Oh, I don't know man. what it is, but I go out a lot and somebody's always like, yeah, because you know, me and, 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 and Charlemagne, we went to high school together or whatever. And I'm like... Oh, I do not care cool. how you know, Sha- <laughs> Like, Is that... Oh, like that's supposed to make y'all friends? Because <laughs> I don't know. I was just at, you know, uh, Hennessy had a private lounge and, and Melanie Fiona perform. Cool. Cool story, bro. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't care. There's so many people who feel like being in the presence of a celebrity, yeah. and I'm using the air quotes. Oh, you are. Uh, it it validates or optimizes their lifestyle or whoever they are, and it means nothing. It it doesn't right. mean anything to me anyway. Right. So if you're gonna come talk to me or you want to have like a conversation or if I come talk to you, I just know that I don't care about any of that, and you don't need to tell me who you met for me to like you because it doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. I want to know about you. You know what I'm saying? I want to be interested in you and why you're cool. Not why Beyonce's cool. I know Beyonce cool. So <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Okay. So this week I want to talk about Hillary Clinton. Oh, God. Because she almost had me. Not had me like bamboozled me because that will never happen. Never. But she cracked the icy wall I have around my heart when it comes to her. With first her Humans of New York post, which was very nice. I didn't see it. Um, well, she talked about um, when she was taking her law school admissions class at Harvard. And, you know, this was back in, I guess, the 60s or 70s. And a lot of the guys were like, what are you girls even doing here? You're taking my space in law school. If I don't get in, I'm going to get drafted and have to fight in the war. Like she was talking about how she faced some real sexism. And so she actually said something deep. Right. So the thing is, she talked about this very sexist thing and how she got through it by just looking down and shutting them out and being real cold and ignoring them and that that's what she's had to do as a woman in her career is just shut down and not let the shit get to her. Olivia Pope, you better write this I script. said, whoever set this up? That is right. Because it was relatable as fuck. That's Every what she woman needs. in a professional setting knows what that's like. And I am a cold-hearted bitch, <laughs> which is something I have had to develop. I had to develop a thick skin as a person working and doing the things I do. I cannot let shit get to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So that's something, it's, it's right, it's like a reflex. It's something you have to do in order to protect yourself. And so she talked about how, you know, people think that I'm cold and I'm a bitch and, you know, my friends and family don't feel that way. But if that's the perception that I put out there, I can't be mad that that's how y'all feel. I admit, you know, I can be cold and bitch seeming because I have to like that's how I have to navigate in this world of sexism and misogyny. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, Hillary? I'll give you that. That's me. (laughs) So, okay. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better about you. Like, I have never had a problem with the Hillary Clinton is an unfeeling monster emotionalist bitch because, like I said, it is me. So (laughs) I related to her on that. I've never had a problem with that either, actually. But for her to come out and say it and just put it out there like that, like this is a reaction that I have had to adapt because of being a woman in this society. I said, hey, okay, Hillary, yes. You get that. You got points for you, bitch. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think Hillary Clinton really had hired Olivia Pope because she said something amazing. She was at a, um, on Saturday, I think she was at a fundraiser and she, or a Friday, and she said, 
to be grossly generalistic, you can put half of Trump's supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> I heard about this. They're racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that, and he has lifted them up. He has given voice to their websites that used to only have 11,000 people, and now they have 11 million. He tweets and retweets offensive, hateful, mean-spirited rhetoric and said that these people were irredeemable and not America. The rest of them she described as supporters who are looking for change in any form because they're anxious about their economic status and urged her supporters to empathize with them, a.k.a. poor whites who don't understand why trickle-down economies haven't worked for them. Hello, girl. Right. You have been swindled. (laughs) Just like the rest. Like, honestly, the fact that the GOP has built their party on the backs of poor whites it just because they work in direct opposition of what would be best for poor whites, but they don't care because anything's better than being a nigga. So, <laughs> so those are the others that Hillary Clinton is talking about. So true. But the fact that she just laid out the facts like that and said basically half of his fans are just the racist underbelly shit scum of America, and now they're just out in full force. There's not a single lie to be told there. That's and true. not only does she, she called them deplorable. Which is not even that harsh of a word. It isn't. I mean, it means a lot, but as far as insults go, you could do much worse, and we'll get there. But for her to say, follow it up and define deplorable as people who are racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, those are all horrible qualities (laughs) to have. Those are all really shitty characteristics. They're really bad. You are a deplorable person if you embody one. And if you embody one, I'm sure you embody multiple. More than likely. Of these ideals. You are, you belong in the basket of shithead human beings if you feel that way. Now, you know. Predictably, Donald Trump was mad because, I mean, it's shots fired. It's the facts, but it's shots fired. I understand why Donald Trump would be mad. I understand why his supporters would be mad. What I don't understand is why all you white liberals have started crying and talking about how you really don't like Donald Trump, but your great grandma is racist and she's voting for Donald Trump. And 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 just because she is voting for Trump doesn't mean she's a bad person. And I just don't appreciate Hillary putting my my great grandma down like that because she's still a great person. Like she's just voting for Trump. OK, I know what you're it is now <laughs> so you are acting like we should give a shit <laughs> that your dear sweet old grandma used to pack picnic lunches and go down to the lynchings <laughs> i mean your mima was down there passing out pies and chicken talking about are y'all ready for the it's gonna be six <laughs> niggas to have their next snap today <laughs> she was out there with the punch okay the refreshments granny had napkins <laughs> we are supposed to give a fuck that your dear sweet racist shithead oh, grandmother is voting God. for like like that doesn't make her a shit person I don't care how nice racists are to you <laughs> other fellow white people I don't care how nice misogynists are to you other men I don't care how nice Islamophobics are to me as a Christian I hear Islamophobic comments all the time, far more often than I should from people who claim to be Christian, clearly knowing nothing at all about Jesus. But (laughs) you, it doesn't, this just isn't how any of it works. Your grandmother, your uncle, your mom, your sister, these people are not exempt 
from being shitheads, okay? <laughs> they're not exempt from being horrible. Of course they're nice to you. Bitch. Right. They're, of course you love them. Of course you have fond memories because you ain't never been on the awful end of their hateful shit. <laughs> Hello? Yes, your daddy's super homophobic. He was a great dad to you, but he's just really always hated gay people and said terrible things about them. So that means, A, bitch, that you're going to feel a way about your father even while acknowledging the bad parts. You know him and love him. You see other sides of his personality. He's not awful to you. I Obviously, you're going to feel positive about him. But for me, some random gay bitch on the street, there's nothing about your dad that is endearing or nice or anything other than horrible. Like, you cannot expect the rest of us to divorce the politics of the people you love when we don't have that relationship with them. And it's the same thing with America. White people, we know you love America. America has been so great to you. But America is awful to us and we're not going to feel the same way about it as you. So if your relatives are in Hillary's basket of deplorables, and if you feel like these characteristics don't make a person deplorable, you might as well be a Donald Trump supporter because those are all awful things to be. (laughs) I can't say it enough. Y'all act like Hillary said the basket of deplorables was made up of poor people and the disabled and fat people and dark skinned people. Like, she said you were racist, sexist, homophobic. And she said some, which was nicer than I would have been. I mean, and the... I'm not going to say the gag is, but... Hasn't she ruined it? She, she really has ruined, ruined it. Oh, my God. I'm not getting over it. The truth of the matter is Dana Milbank um, posted a article on the Washington Post and was basically like, I mean, girl, if you look at the numbers, she isn't wrong and possibly she slightly underestimated it. <laughs> but he went into all these um, different polls and stuff that had been done. And, like, you can read it, honestly, but the numbers add up, sis... It's your people, your fans are racist, but that is not you're you're taking it as a bad thing, which it is. It is. But it is also a true thing. Yeah. Which you do not want to accept. Right. And you act like Hillary Clinton cannot tell the truth if it is bad, which just doesn't make sense. Like racist is just what you are. You want us to dress it up and say it in a nicer way so that white people don't go around feeling bad for supporting Donald Trump. But racist is just what you are. You either okay with Donald Trump's racism or you support it. If you are voting for Donald Trump, that's it. Like you, because I don't see how you can look past it if you don't truly feel that way. Like, what about Donald Trump's policies make you feel secure in any other way other than a hateful one? So those people were going to be my read anyway. Like I was going to cuss them out. But then Hillary Clinton came back. And I did, too. I said, this is too good for her to not fuck it up. I know it. And said, last night I was grossly generalistic. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's never a good idea. I regret saying half. That was wrong, Clinton said in a statement in which she also vowed to call out bigotry in Trump's campaign. So if half was wrong, again, it's only because you went lower. And it (laughs) should have been maybe 65% instead of 50. (laughs) Like Maybe that is the way that you were wrong, but you weren't wrong for laying it out there and being real about it. That was one of the best things you've done this entire fucking campaign. That between that and the humans of New York Post all in the same week, I said, oh, Hillary Clinton really wants my vote. Like she's out here. She's about to shake it up and she is not going to take no shit and she's going to put it out there and be very raw and real. And then two days later, walking it right back like and for what? For what? To appease these people who feel like, oh, Hillary went too far. Who hate you and won't go you know it. And that is the other thing. You walked back your statements because they weren't 
I guess, something that made white people feel warm inside. Donald Trump? I mean, Mexican immigrants being rapists, first of all, talking about how they're bringing crime and drugs into the country. All the shit he's said about Muslims, banning them from the whole fucking country. All the racist shit Donald Trump has done across his lifetime, not leasing apartments to black people. Like, all of the things Donald Trump has done, not only during his life, but during this campaign. And he has never apologized for any of it or expressed any regret behind any of it. But Hillary Trump, Hillary Trump. I mean, really, why well. not? Why not? Why the you fuck not? Well. But Hillary Trump says one real thing about his supporters. And now all of a sudden it's all this backlash and she needs to apologize for what? Donald Trump has been the one to actually lie and actually cheat Same and actually deceive Donald Trump and, and the media lets it go. But there's all this shit about Hillary. Like, why was there if how how is he allowed to and see then then it goes back to the sexism and it's so blatantly obvious here like for Hillary Clinton to tell the truth about Donald Trump supporters and be vilified the way she has for it yet Donald Trump says racist things and it's almost like he says so many terrible things that we just pretend he's not saying them at all like the media just acts like Donald Trump saying these things it's just an okay thing it's because it's the Donald part of Trump his brand. right and it's just what he does but. That, no, that isn't okay. Like, there should be the exact same amount of pressure, and actually far more, because Donald Trump has, I mean, it's been very consistent with the dumb shit. I mean, there's a whole, Vox has a whole article of, like, literally all the shit that he has said and done over the past, like, 40 years. And it's just, how is it that Donald Trump has been allowed to get this far in this campaign and say the horrible things he said and really just prosper and flourish and thrive. Yeah, Hillary Clinton comes out and says, well, basically, these people are all racist drains on society and we all know it. And that's an issue. I just don't, I don't get that. And I don't appreciate Hillary for building my hopes up and making me feel like she was actually going to be a, a, the tiniest bit revolutionary. And, say, and put it all out there because it was just it was big for me for her to just come out and fucking say it. We all know it. The numbers show it. You're not going to go poll a bunch of Donald Trump fans and find a bunch of people who believe in equality and fucking intersectionality and shit. Like, you're not going to see that. You're going to see a bunch of people who love the fucking Second Amendment and who hate gays and want to burn Muslims and think Mexicans should learn to speak American. That's what you're going to get <laughs> when you poll Donald Trump fans. Like Speak American. So for Hillary to be so real and just lay it out there and then fold like that and be like, oh, I was too generalistic. No, girl, you weren't. You should have told them to hold your nuts. You said the fucking truth. Right. You should have came right out and said, not only did I tell the truth, Donald Trump. And here's a short list of the things Donald Trump has said. And I would like to see every last one of you media outlets pressing him the way you pressed me behind this. That's what she should have done, but Hillary Clinton's not a real bitch. She just wants to win. Right. And so she's going to do whatever it takes to win. And that's why it twists my fucking soul to vote for this bitch in November. It really does. Like, But anyway, that's I mean, my read what this can week. you honestly do with this I mean... Point? I just want it to be over. I really want to... Like, I want to have that white people feeling of, it's okay, I can just not vote at all. I can write in Beyonce. I can write in Blue Ivy for vice president. Right, because it, it won't matter. really make too much of a difference Right, it doesn't matter. But then... 
I'll do that, and then Donald Trump will win New York. Like, I just know. <laughs> like, I know. Right. It'll be like, great job, bitch. Great job. Right. You voted for somebody who ain't even running. I would feel personally yeah, responsible. I would, too. <laughs> like, I would, too. I would walk around with shades. Like, I feel like somebody <laughs> would be con- trying to kill me, and nobody even knows. Uh, a mm. man who won't even turn over his tax returns. No presidential candidate has refused to release their tax returns, I think, since tax returns were invented. How do you... How do y'all let him get away with this? I mean, I can't even rent an apartment here without turning over mine. Uh, the past two years, okay? Plus three months. No, I'm we don't gonna, even have to do We're all not that. doing Just this. Just know it's some bullshit. It's a lot. Okay, it's harder to get into an apartment in New York City than it is for Donald Trump to run for president. That's crazy. And that should not be the case. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. And I'm mad that Hillary got my... I'm glad she... I'm glad. I'm mad that she fucked with me the way that she did. Like, you had me thinking you was really about to be like, a real ass bitch. finally say something in general? Right. Did you... Did this bitch actually just lay it out there? Did you say something With no believe? apologies? Right. <laughs> Twice in a week? Who oh, is this? <laughs> right. Like, Hillary really must have hired a black girl. Too good to be true. Huh. So, here we are, stuck in the election that will never end. And I just... I'm over it. And I'm, and I'm mad. And I'm annoyed. So, fuck her. I'm just ready for this whole entire shit to be done. Please, forever. Like, it's just... It, what sucks the most is that you have Donald Trump right there mm-hmm. and then you look over who's battling um it's like if i felt like this was like a strong contender like somebody who was just gonna like oh they're gonna whoop this nigga's ass right she look over and it's just like even we are on this side looking at Hillary Clinton, right. like, <sighs> <laughs> like, like we ain't even sure we want to vote for her. i'm just trying to not hate hillary before november 7th or whenever the election is i'm just trying to not hate her that's the best i can ask I'm not going to feel good voting for Hillary Clinton. I'm going to get like exceptionally high. Maybe I'll get lucky. Oh, you and, already and know. Be like, I will be blazed. Maybe I'll get laid the night before or something. So I'll just be like on a complete joy. Yeah, in a really high. good mood. So when I get there, I'll be like, oh, who even cares, bitch? <laughs> like, because <laughs> otherwise. I'm having a great day. I'm going to be fuming in line the mm-hmm. whole time and adjust. And I will not be glued to the TV that night with the election. I'm not doing that to I'm going to vote and go home and go to bed. That's right. <laughs> like, I'm going to vote, go home, probably order me a pizza so I can eat my emotions and feel better about what I just did. <laughs> and then I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure all this shit out tomorrow. I don't even want to Let know. me know who wins tomorrow. I'm not doing this I'm with y'all tonight. I'm literally doing that. Right. Like, I'm going home and I'm setting off an EMP. I'm not going to no parties. I'm shutting down all the electronics in my fucking apartment nope. until it's done. Yes. I don't want to know nothing. Don't text me. Don't call me. Don't say nothing. Seriously, tell me tomorrow when it's all said and done, when the votes are all in or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't want to see as the votes come in. County by county. I can't. But I, if I'm in my bed and I'm woken up to the sounds of gunshots and explosions <laughs> and fiery death, then I can just guess what happened. Oh, so that wraps up The Read this week. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Check out our website, thisistheread.com. Woo! You have any news this week? I mean, updates on your Bad Bitch tour? Um, The DC show is sold out. <coughs> So thank you so much to DC for always being very, very supportive. Um, You can still get tickets to the show in Chicago, Los Angeles, and here in New York. Um, It's coming up pretty much in a snap. So pray for me. But I think it's going to be great. You're going to kill it. 
And I think that's it. Okay. Thanks again. Love you for having me out for the inaugural evening of your book launch. I'm judging you. Really just adorable book. Very well written. Super good. It is like lovey through and through. Congratulations on everything. I know Fran is hosting the one in Harlem tonight right now. I would be there. Um, if not, but congratulations on everything and y'all go get the book. Shout out to Lovey. Yeah, congratulations. Anything else this week? Um, hmm. I just had a thought and then I lost it. Damn. Just like that. It was right here. It was right here and then it left. It was right here. It's going to come back. It I know is. that it will. It sure will. Uh, We're going to let it marinate and let it decide. I'm trying to get on Raya. Who's that? I think that's the name of it. It's like this, it's like a, one of those dating apps, but like for like. Oh, the one you have to be invited to. Yeah. For people. But I think it's for like, I think like famous hoes yeah. and like baller It's bitches, the celebrity you know, dating app. Yeah. I think you need like an invitation or something. So holla at me. I'm trying to find me a uh, seven figure nigga. Uh, yes, please. Somebody, if you work for that app, please send me an invite. I'm trying to leave all this shit behind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be a best I would wife. love to ascend to another level of life. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Somebody let it. me know. All right, do we have an acronym this week or are we done? Um F Y A Y L W B. Fuck y'all, all y'all can wash. Fuck f- I don't know. Fuck your anthem, you blue white bitch. Damn, I feel like I could have gotten there. You're close. Fuck your anthem. Yeah, that's right. Fuck it. Fuck we don't. Sh- we don't, don't respect it. I don't respect it. So kiss our asses. The writer of the song doesn't respect me. <laughs> like the writer of the song, that nigga is dead somewhere, <laughs> and his spirit is like, yeah, fuck these niggers. I so. bet if he could see black people singing the anthem, he would be like, do you know that Shut I the didn't? Fuck. <laughs> There's a whole like, verse about this isn't about how you. I'd like to kill you all. No, so, no, Negro. Sit down, nigger. Shut your black mouth. <laughs> We will see y'all next week. Get everything for your next project today at Menards. Johnson Level has been an industry leader for over 75 years, offering the finest levels, lasers, and layout tools. The Johnson Level 85-foot laser distance measurer captures length, area, and volume. And it also can be used in dusty and rainy environments. View our selection of Johnson Level tools on Menards.com. Plus, check out the weekly flyer for many other great deals happening this week. Save big money at Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.